0: It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. I recently came across an advertisement for my friends on the East Coast. Advertisement. Anyway, it was proclaiming, announcing, whatever term you want to use. That there was a contest being held in Washington, D.C. Now follow this. A contest being held in Washington, D.C. Smallest penis in Washington, D.C. I was immediately... Intrigued simply because I know there are a lot of little pricks in that town. You know what I did? I decided to enter the contest. Yes, I did. Here's the good news I lost. Here's the bad news I came in second. was hoping for 11th or 9th or 8th place. It wasn't in the cards for me. It's like all the contests in life, all the tests that come our way. And I'm not talking about the, the one that immediately pops to my mind. When I, when, I hear, when I hear the word test, it's the emergency broadcast system. The following is a test for the emergency broadcast system. You know that when they still do it occasionally, interrupting your shows with you know, and, and boo, boo. I don't know how they hold the breath that long. But the test I want to talk about today is is, is much different than the boo emergency broadcast system. This is a fascinating one to think about. Here is the test. Let me just lay it out for you. Show me a way to tell people they are not smart without offending them. Of course, you immediately have to get rid of retard. If you say retard nowadays, you'll be standing in front of a bunch of microphones apologizing. You also can't say Do you have a brain injury? Because you know, maybe they did. The same thing would apply with half a brain. Once again, there could be a surgical explanation, which would leave you looking ridiculous. So let's go conventional. How about you? In describing a way to tell people they're not smart without offending them, How about the word dumb? (laughs) Normally, if you say dumb, you better be prepared to fight. Stupid. Oh, my God. That'll raise the hackles on a librarian. By the way, what are hackles? Of course, for most people under the age of 20, what is a librarian? How about if you use this to try to describe someone who's just not smart? Ignorant. It's an innocent word, right? You're just saying they're not aware of some particular information. There's a possibility you lack information. Yes, I'm a mental stud and you are a 90-pound mind weakling. Well, see, there's just there's just no good one so far. And I you could go on for another hour and I shall not. Even if you try to be generous with somebody and say, you're learning. Oh, it's received nasty. No one wants to be learning. It might be okay if you're if it's your second grade teacher patting you on the head, telling your parents you're learning. But other than that. You sure don't want to come back from your honeymoon and have people ask your wife, well, how was it? And have her say, he's learning. On the other hand, we have numerous words to describe intelligence, don't we? We don't even care if they sound insulting. Smart Alex, smart ass. Yes, it seems like every part of me has a graduate degree. Brilliant, intuitive, of course, intelligent, genius, thinker. You notice when Rodin was making his statue, he didn't—he did name it after all, the thinker instead of the learner. We don't like to think. We all know there's a danger when you think too much of. Becoming a know it all, that particular danger of discovering that people around you think you're a know it all. I think there's a horrible, perplexing problem in being a know it all. Every child born of woman is faulted with this particular affliction from your mother's womb you were convinced that you knew what you wanted and knew the best way to get it. You're afraid to lack knowledge. Just ask your sister Eve. She walked away from the tree of life in an attempt to acquire knowledge that was already promoted as good and evil. 50-50 chance. You extol the beauty of education You want to know. You want to be known as the one even in the know. Hey, that guy over there, he's in the know, he's in the know. But sometimes you do find yourself ignorant. It is very frightening. It is so intimidating that you sometimes just want to cover it up with nothing but bluster. Well, well, the the reason I don't know that particular thing is because my teacher, right in the middle of the class, uh, had a seizure. and I, I leaned down to try to hear his lips explain the thing, but he was already blabbering. No one wants to be ignorant. It's the toss-up comment. It's the toss-off comment. We throw off at someone who may be sleeping with their daughter, fights hound dogs in the backfield, to bets and profit, and still thinks that Richard Nixon got a bum deal. You're ignorant. How can we describe, characterize, admit the need that exists in all of us to continue to receive knowledge without fear of being cast into some sort of role as know-nothing? The trouble with learning is you have to admit you don't know. especially when you have to do it around people who are, seem to be peering at you to find their advantage over you by knowing in that moment that they're smarter. See, here, here's where, here it is, folks. I am a hit man. H period, I period, T period. What's called an acronym? An acronym. Maybe you're a hit woman. It means that I am a human in training. I'm loaded. I'm ready. I have all my paraphernalia. I am nearly to the point that I can spell paraphernalia. Wait, I lied. Hold on. I just looked it up. Whew, missed it by two letters. Anyway, but I have an explosive notion that I am a hit man H-I-T, human in training. Just as we've discussed so far, nobody wants to be ignorant. Nobody wants to be dumb. Nobody ever wants to be learning. We're not building any flexibility in our society, any give and take, any elasticity. We're digging post holes, sticking people in the ground knowing we can come back in 50 years. Yep, that's where they still are. Haven't moved a bit. Now, where did old Ben bury himself in thought? Somewhere along the line. I know Aunt Mary's over there on the top of the hill, thinking she's closer to Jesus. I, on the other hand, am a human in training. So are you. You really are. What would be great is if we just took the time to admit it. Enjoy it. How about that word? Enjoy the process of training. You might look at me and say, hold on. I'm not in training. I'm already human. That's part of my problem. It's the excuse I've used since I was a kid. I'm only human. I'm already human. No, you're not. You haven't figured it out yet. Don't be pissed at yourself. Just realize that we are strange creatures. We are filled with the breath of God and the farts of monkeys. How about that for a mixture? So when things come out of our mouth, they can sometimes sound divine, but generally when we're speaking out of our ass, it smells like gorilla. We got a little bit of the Garden of Eden and a whole lot of the jungles of Africa. This is why many people believe that the human race began in Africa. We are that mixture. Jungle, Eden, jungle, Eden. It's a mixture we must learn to understand. We must begin to understand how this works for us. Otherwise, We'll just do a bunch of dumb stuff and we'll understand how we got mixed up this way. If you want to graduate, you have to become a student, a human in training. For after all, everybody should be happy. No, really, let's stop there for a second. Everybody should be happy, huh? What if they can't get there without some help? some assistance, some teaching, some training. Is it really every man for himself and every woman for her hair products? I didn't do that joke. That really wasn't me. It's so far beneath me. I just would like you to delete it right now. Thank you. Is there really a point in our lives where we think everyone should be happy Or is it kind of fun to have some grouchy people around so we can gossip about them over a dinner? What's with Mike? Ugh! (laughs) What a sour puss. That Jane, poo. She's the definition of crazy. If we can't make somebody inferior, how can we establish our superior? That's why we love ignorant people. That's why each party, political party in America, tries to characterize the other party as unfeeling, uncaring, and unintelligent. That way we can establish their inferiority. Meanwhile, Mike and Jane play the parts of the crazy people. Is there any chance that Mike and Jane could evolve Do we actually have in this play called life, do we have more lines for them in the second act? Or, we did, or we do, do we think that these, these crazy people, these unintelligent, these ignorant people, that early in the third act they'll be so crazy they'll run into traffic and get killed? What is it we expect of the people around us? And why do we feel the need To decry them with what we see. All men are created equal. You remember that one? Shoot, doggone. Imagine when Jefferson, when Jefferson, uh, when he came up with that, he probably grabbed one of his slaves and kissed her. How about that, sweetie? All men are created equal. Sounds fabulous until it's put to the test of rule and law. Then you tend to rely on the majority, often to the detriment of the minority. There's an awful lot of things in life that color our decisions. (laughs) But you do need a central theme. You need a compass to show you to show each of us the right direc- direction when so many voices just are screaming at the top of the lungs, their cause. So what is it? What is it I need to learn? Human in training, hit man. Four things come to mind. These are the four things that come to my mind on the way to the next eight things. Which is the journey to the next 53, but let's talk about the four. It's so much easier. I can only remember two of the four anyway, but that may be enough to get me by. If there's a little inkle inside of you that you could be wrong, mistaken, or needing information, trust it. You know, God didn't give you a spirit to lie to you. You know, your brain does that. Your emotions do that. Your spirit is there to say, hey, there's something here you need to learn. Be ready to inform those around you of the limits of your ability. That's number one. Inform people of the limits of your ability. Number two, you want to make this thing work on earth? Don't argue with people so much. Often you will know immediately that somebody is full of shit, or at least filling up quickly. Don't challenge them, and don't try to take the knife out of their hand. Make yourself scarce. You're not their mother. You're not their father. You're not going to convince people. Don't argue with people so much. Number three. Yes, three. Here are three things you should never be sure of. God, the future, or the feelings of another person. Can I say it again? Never be sure of God, the future, or the feelings of another person. Why? Because truthfully, you don't know anything about any of those topics. It's all second-hand. It's like second-hand information. That's it. And most of it has come from books. Just rejoice and shut up. You don't know anything about God. Don't try to tell me you do. You don't know anything about the future. No kidding. And you don't know anything about the feelings of another person unless you sit down and listen and let them pour them out to you. Number four, the fourth thing is be kind. And again I say be kind. What does that mean? Try to leave every human being that you meet with a word of hope. When you meet them, leave them. Give them a word of hope before they go on. It's not necessarily encouragement. You can't encourage everybody. If they're a serial killer, you need to kinda just give them some hope about their life, but not, not hope about their occupation. But you can hope them a path to revelation. These are the four things that make it that make this thing, make this thing a reality and make it work. What can we do? Everything is just too loud. Turning down the noise now your fallback position. In other words, what is truthful even when insanity seems to have gained power? You ready? No one is better than anyone else. The only thing that is exceptional, the only thing that is exceptional about human beings is the fact that we are together on this planet at the same time, which is really cool if we'll just work together. I've been around pretty people. I've been around ugly people. I've been around black people. I've been around Chinese people. I've been around Native Americans. All of them in certain moments are obnoxious and at other moments absolutely divinely inspired. Welcome to planet Earth. If you wish to characterize one group as being more obnoxious, you will really be cutting slack to all the other groups. If you think one group is more generous, you will constantly be hiding the mistakes and flaws of that group from common sense. There is no one, no one, that's better than anyone else on this planet. We need to stop marking our calendars by going, oh, there was a disaster over there in the Middle East. Uh, how many Americans were killed? Shame on you. No one is better than anyone else. We don't need to sit and say, well, you know, they've chosen their religion. They've chosen their religion. Those women over there, no, they've, they've chosen their religion. Really, what woman, what woman who's walking around? Suppressed has chosen to be that way. No one is better than anyone else. Now, some people do better with what they've got, there's no doubt about that. Some people think two is enough, and some people think two billion is still not enough. We have different error, but we have the same soul that was placed in us by our Creator. I'm a hit man, H-I-T, H-I-T. I I am a human in training. When asked by people, would you characterize yourself as smart? My response is, let me try something and see how it plays out. It'll be pretty obvious. Sometimes I look pretty good. Sometimes I look, I I just look like I'm trying to learn to tie my shoes all over again what loop crosses what and you pull when because smart lands somewhere in the realm of cautious confidence hopeful humility and gracious greatness I'm say that. Smart is when you are cautiously confident, hopefully humble, and graciously great. Can I just put it this way? Without that particular mixture, you're screwed. Your weakness is when you have preference one over another. Your hypocrisy lies in giving credibility to your favored few leaving many out in the cold. Folks, there are no chosen people. There are no colors preferred in the rainbow. There are no nations which are blessed above others. If you believe there are inferior humans, then you are inferior because being human forces you in that capacity. The truth of the matter is, no one is better. Than anyone else. We're all just hit men and women. Humans in training. So the good news is. You are a human in training. An HIT man. And the better news is. If you keep working on it. You will hit your mark. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com.